What's happening, folks? <laughs> we are back, and we are about to hit the next level. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, this is uh, the second video um, from uh, Hibbler Productions about uh, Flat Earth. You so, know what? I'm going to give him props, man. This is uh, some very official-looking stuff here. Uh, his production level is pretty good. Uh, I've been impressed. Um, this is another video that I haven't watched all the way through, but uh, I've seen quite a bit of it, and uh, it's pretty fun. So, uh, hey, how's my audio? I'm trying something different tonight. Audio's good. Audio's good. Um, right on. Sounds good to me. Um, yeah. So uh, let's. Uh, this one's a little bit long, and I don't know how long we're going to be able to stand doing it. So <laughs> we're just going to kick it off right now, and uh, see what it's all about. So not not going to lie, this guy's voice and his condescending is it the same guy? No. Okay. I, okay. I, uh, uh, you're like, I'm not, I don't want to lie to you, Matt, but I'm lying to you. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's see if Matt or I can be convinced that the earth is not round. <laughs> Bro, where is everybody? I don't know. No, I'm in private chat. That's why. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Peckerwood, get better, buddy. He's in the hospital watching us from the hospital tonight. What's going on with Peckerwood? Bunch of stuff. Oh, man. And this certainly has to be the most historic telephone call ever made from the White House. Challenger only seconds after leaving the launch pad, according to NASA, has exploded. And they made a phone call to the moon. Let's not forget about that. Yeah. We're going back to the moon, back to the future, and this time back to stay. I should tell you that the first mission is scheduled to land on Mars on July the 4th, 1997. We will undertake extended human missions to the moon as early as 2015. We launched a new spacecraft as part of a re-energized space program that will send American astronauts to Mars. We will not only plant our flag and leave our footprint for an eventual mission to Mars. What you're seeing here is a mirage. It is Photoshop, but it's, it's has to be. Five, four, three, two, one. Production value, excellent. <laughs> this guy must use Fiverr. <laughs> The one thing globe believers need to understand is that you don't just take this spinning ball Earth and flatten it out and it's put it again. back in the heliocentric model. Bro, I knew you got me. Like I knew you lied to me. Misfit planet and it's flat, and the rest of the planets are round. No flat Earther has ever said that. No flat Earther will ever say that because it's not what we believe. The Earth isn't a pancake floating in outer space, and you will never hear a flat Earther say that. And if you would ever actually take the time to study it for yourself or hear a flat earther through, then you would find that it's much different and things would actually make more sense. They've got the narrative control to where anyone that goes to search for this, they're going to see pancakes floating up in space, you know, and it turns people away. Or they see a snow globe, a snow globe out in the middle of space with water falling off the sides, and they're like, what is this? Turns no, away. I swear to the mainstream God. agenda was to push their false narrative. All these hit pieces on flat Earth, 2016, 2017, uh, th that was pretty much the end of the YouTube era uh, where we could actually find real evidence, real you know content. Any search engine, it's the algorithms are, are suited to their favor. 
you're, you're going to see all the hit pieces. You're going to see all the stuff that's there to debunk flat earth so it's just uh, it's almost impossible to get the real information youtube played their part in it and not just cherry picking which videos they wanted to show but deciding whether or not they wanted you to subscribe to somebody so on several occasions and with several different content creators i'd press the subscribe button to then find out several days or several weeks later that i couldn't find that that content creator assuming they'd either been deleted or they've been censored beyond belief um, and of course he had been because my subscription that was previously made was no longer there. And I know that I hadn't unsubscribed to anybody and then resubscribing. I love Australian accents. Line, but the same <laughs> things reoccurred. There's a major campaign by Google and YouTube and all of these corporate uh, pause. lying companies <laughs> to discredit the flat earth. Why do they have that disclaimer under every video dealing with the topic of I was hoping you'd catch that guy. Dude, that guy looks like if you ordered Gandhi off Wish. <laughs> Gandhi off Wish. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> and chose the Australian accent option. <laughs> right. Like, why are all these people Australian? Are they just mad? Because they're on the bottom, dude. The down, <laughs> down there and everybody's like, oh, I'll throw another shrimp on the bobby. They're like, you know what? We're going to make up the most absurd thing. And we're going to get people to believe us. <sighs> Flat Earth. Flat Earth. <laughs> Flat Earth, that is an archaic, <laughs> antiquated, outdated. That was not planned. That I the just ancients to used to believe in. Of course, the ancients were stupid. They didn't know how to build cathedrals, and they didn't know how. To we build couldn't have planned that any No pyramids. The problem is, people that think that flat Earth is stupid think flat Earth is stupid because they're thinking of a stupid flat Earth, <laughs> and they ridicule. That is a great quote. Flat Earthers, it's absolutely ridiculous. Since 2015, the content providers flat Earth have had a living hell. We have, been we have been trolled. We have been censored beyond belief by YouTube. Uh, it's really difficult to get the truth out there. YouTube controls the algorithm. Who owns YouTube? Google. That these are these big corporations that came in and said. I just realized that uh, I have not seen this one yet. I thought yeah. I, I thought I was playing the one that. Uh, so I think there's three in the series, and I think we yeah. skipped over two. So this one I haven't even seen. I just I, I just realized I was like, none of this is familiar. What the hell's going on? So uh, it's, but I mean, I love how you like it's not the same guys, and it's all the same guys. I want to yeah. remember this. And I'm starting to realize that uh, this appears to be just a promo. Interesting. It's, pro it's propaganda. Huh, let's see. The flat earth is getting way too big. People are finding this out. We don't want them to find this out. This will just completely destroy our agenda that we've worked so hard for. We're losing it because of our own technology that we created. So they had to get involved. Withholding information and knowledge is a form of control. Now, for new people coming into the subject, if you research Flat Earth, the Google um, analytic will give you government hate propaganda against the Flat Earth truth. If you go to Google and try to find anything Flat Earth related, then the first thing that's going to pop up is the Flat Earth Society. And that is something that has absolutely nothing to do with this movement. In fact, it's um, a completely made-up organization in order to deter anybody looking for some sort of truth so that you'd first of all get to that page, you'd see these ridiculous <clears throat> accusations and this spinning disc illusion that's going upwards in space that I can assure you nobody believes in. 
If the Globe model was as strong as they claim to be, then there wouldn't be so much concern with anybody talking about a stationary Earth model. Now, everything's fine in court until somebody walks in with a load of shit on you. Everything's fine until somebody out there has evidence that's going to prove you guilty. And that's when you start acting suspicious. That's when you start panicking. That's when you start putting... Were those real NASA documents? That's what I want to know. There, which is Bro. inevitably what these bots are, what these trolls are on social media, and of course, the algorithms. This is just a new lie that was started in the 20s, and even before then, <laughs> they weren't really teaching anything about the world and where we were. It was just common knowledge. One of the main arguments that globe believers come at you with is we've known for 2,000 years, Aristophanes figured it out with his sticks and shadows. Well, Aristophanes may or may not have been a real mathematician. <laughs> How much balls he do you have to have the earth. That have to wear a sweatshirt that says flat earther? <laughs> mathematicians, but nobody ever mentioned him. <laughs> and, then you, the, and then go to the Iraqi beach. Right. I've talked to some elderly Never want to get laid again. told me that <laughs> back in their day when they were in school, they didn't Where even Where is he filming at a mall? People like Copernicus or just imagine you're chilling in the food court and see this guy set up a whole rig. People like Christopher Columbus, <laughs> talking about flat earth in history, could be totally false or created just for some sort of agenda. This is everywhere. We found somebody in uh, Croatia, they said they were teaching flat earth through the 1930s. Most people think that this flat earth versus globe earth has been going back and forth for thousands of years. No. It has not. I love how this bro is all about flat new, earth, this and that, but he has like they come a, up with these stories, a picture series of the moon stories, behind him. Characters to reinforce Maybe he's trolling. That all Maybe. of our globe provers, Galileo, Aristophanes, Copernicus, the pictures of them show that they're masons, but I contend that we don't even know if they're real. All of our history is a lie. I've met people that said that they were taught flat earth in the early 1960s in school. They were taught flat earth and globe earth. And then it kind of just went away. I interviewed Ruth, a 102 year old woman back in February of 2020. And she was taught flat earth uh, in public school in Connecticut. Tell me your name. Ruth Heath. Ruth, and how old are you today? I'm sure she's super reliable. So you were born in <laughs> oh, 1918. 1918. And um, we were just talking, and I asked you. Bro, how do you even find her? What shape the earth is, and what did you say? What were you taught in school when I in elementary school? I was taught in school that the earth was flat. Where did you go to school, Ele elementary school? I went to Spruglin School in Hamden, Connecticut. So how does it make you feel to realize that you were right as a kid? I, it makes me feel better. It, it does make you feel better, right? Oh, it makes me feel better. <laughs> my, oh my God, that is so true. My whole life, I believe, you know, what I was taught. That's and then true. when I discovered the flat earth, Feel you, about it. Because we are the center of creation. That's right. We are important. That's right. We are here. We are God's children. And then all the problems that are happening in this world today. I'll give you some good news. A lot of the problems. That it's bingo day. <laughs> it's good. bingo day. That's right. That's right. They're just keeping us in fear. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That is right. Oh, that's right. I understand that. I understand. They just say what they want people to know. 
that we never went to the Props moon. to that lady that for still crazy. shitting and kicking at 100 years old. That's right? So 102. Cool, I'll give, I'll yeah, give you that so one. I, and we all but again, it, but how did you find this lady? That people to believe they can live on a ball. They can walk on how a many ball. nursing homes do you have to go to before somebody it's can actually a have a somewhat it's such a decent lie, conversation? Knowing <laughs> lie is like knowing going to a magic show. Yes. That's what we call it. We call it red. This is this is your moment of waking up. Ooh. It's when you go to a, see a magician and you know how the tricks are done. And the magic no longer works on you, and you're free from the illusion. So knowing this is going to free your heart. Yeah, it's okay. Wow, asshole! You made her cry. Tears of joy. Jeez. All right, we're doing a hug. Here we go. <laughs> All right. How much did he pay her? Right. Seems to have a role in this. He started the general education board and continued being involved with the educational system. The fact of the matter is the people that have been in control, they're in control now and they're going to continue to be in control, whether they pass it down or change the name, whatever it may be. But yeah, oh, I, mean, I guess it's not just a promo. My bad. It's tied to something. It's always <laughs> something to question. That's for sure. That's a huge red flag for me that they can come in and change everything we know, all of history, and turn it into deception and keep teaching the deception over and over and over again until it becomes the norm. The same man who said that he wanted a nation of workers and not a nation of thinkers, this was the same person who was found guilty of antitrust violations around the turn of the 20th century, who then went on to get his fingers in all of they the are touching on some stuff that you've talked about matt with the school with the promise of oh yeah the school system money, i'll make sure that your school has everything that it needs as long as you push these textbooks as long as you push these narratives and you push these ideas i'm going to give you a nation of workers and not a nation of thinkers and that's exactly what we've become now this should tell you something why we can't talk about literally the thing that we're standing on why is that knowing that there is a creator absolutely that is one of the main reasons to hide this but you know at the same time um it's this it's guy. nowhere near comparison <laughs> when a billion people find out entrepreneur that more land it's about hidden land i think there's possible they could be hiding land in here somewhere with us and i think that the antarctica treaty is very 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 sinister and there must be something else going on they went really 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 tough with their implementation of the you know the antarctic treaty and everything else and just to keep people away from the truth they didn't want people to know about more land haven't we been fighting over land forever isn't that what always happens countries fighting over land but not on the outskirts of antarctica oh no 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 fighting there they're all in agreement. You can't go there. You can't explore any of it. Isn't that, that interesting? Was in I mean, that is a fair point. It can't even be questioned until the year 2041. The longest lasting treaty uh, that all of the world signed on to at the same time and is still in place. Antarctica is the container of our world oceans. What is beyond Antarctica? Um, why is the government hiding Antarctica from us? Why is Antarctica completely off limits except for taking a tour of a little peninsula off of South America, which is nothing. 
And people go, well, you can go to Antarctica. We spent months trying to actually do it. Yes. I was going to send a crew. They won't call back. You can't even go there. There's one peninsula where you look at penguins. Exactly. And then you think, oh, I I have some friends that went to fucking South Pole. Yeah. Yeah. They they put them uh, in that little fucking island with penguins. You can't just say you went to Antarctica and you walked around it. He's like being in New Jersey and saying you were chilling in California. It's exactly. fucking huge. There's about a hundred different companies that you can spend a lot of money to go on a little guided tour of just that peninsula, but all of those companies are owned under one umbrella. One person controls them all. They don't let anybody explore Antarctica. We'll be a fucking international headline in about five minutes. <laughs> Australian Navy ship <laughs> Say why that would lie. be pretty intense, though, right? One yeah, right. The main answers is they're hiding more land. What if we can truly become free? The whole reason for this is because of more land. Because think about it. If there's more real estate, if there's more resources, natural resources, if there's more food for our starving children, if there's more space, more room for us to get away from the child sex trafficking, if there's places where we can go and other civilizations we can be a part of where they don't charge you for water, they don't charge you for free energy, they don't charge you for property taxes. What if there is more land? Nobody can go explore Antarctica, period. Because if humanity found out there's more land, then the heliocentric theory is gone. They can't start adding more continents on the bottom of a ball. It's just they, they wanted it silence right away. There is evidence out there through old maps, uh, namely the thousand-year-old Japanese Kawawashi map, which shows continents and lands outwardly of what they call the ice shelf or the ice wall. So why are they teaching the globe model? Well, you see, the, the globe is a container, and it's a container of all the known land the Jesuits and the Freemasons. They needed a new model because Here we go. they wanted a new world order. Right now on a ball or in a snow globe, there's only seven continents. That's all there is. So everything is is it's very limited. We have a limited supply. Resources are very scarce because the earth is a globe, right? It's cut off, everything's cut off. If you open it up and there is more land, then there's plenty of resources. More land means more resources. Well, that's huge if they're hiding something like that. There's a scene in the Truman Show where Truman is like, 
I want to be an explorer when I get older. I like to be an explorer, like the great Magellan. Oh, well, you're too late. There's really nothing left to explore. Imagine if there's like all these beautiful places to explore still and finding out that there's all this land, it just opens up the door for discovery again. Have you ever heard of the eyewitness testimony written in the books, The Iron Republic, The Smoky God, Worlds Beyond the Poles? In the late 1800s, there was a series of articles written in Florida Magazine about a politician that was tired of what was going on here, got a big ship and a crew, was exploring Antarctica, and he went found a passageway through, and he popped out into the ocean, was lost for about a month. Finally, they found land with a city, and they pulled up, and it was a very advanced, quite different civilization, and a very friendly, and they stayed there, and he, he writes about all the experiences he had there. In the late 1800s, they were talking about more land beyond Antarctica. Remember, the word extraterrestrial means extra land. They're telling you that there's more land in here that they don't talk about. There could be more land in some of the oceans where it's just all blue on the map. Nobody knows. You're not cruising around on big ships. They just found, over it on planes I forget how many islands, you know, but like out there charting anything. a crazy Have amount of islands such a thing as, uh, attached islands? to Japan For instance, that they didn't realize were even there. Areas <laughs> near the Arctic Circle or the Antarctic Circle. The reasons being is because there are lands there that um, we're not supposed to know about. They don't want those lands to be discovered. All these corrupt systems that are stealing money from us, kidnapping our children, um, just doing horrible things. They rely upon the cattle staying on the ranch, the slaves on the plantation. That's why flat earth is the most important, the most important knowledge we can obtain. It's because there is more land. Don't look at us and say, go prove it. It won't allow us to go prove it. We're not the lazy ones here. We're being restricted from going to prove this to you. So because of that, of course, we're going to speculate. It's a red flag. If that's not a red flag to you, I don't know what is. They won't allow us to go. Allow us to go. If we go and there's nothing there, I'll admit I'm wrong. But all signs point to that they're hiding more land. You have to have permission to do everything. You have to have permission to marry the love of your life. You have to have permission to travel down the road. When we have the inalienable right to travel from point A to point B, you people think you're free. You're not free. You're free range chickens. That's what you are. You're free range Damn. chickens held <laughs> in an area Shit. allowed to go past. And if not, you go to jail or you get shot. Stay on the Bro, I've said this. Do what you're supposed to do. Pay your taxes and shut up. <laughs> yep. We're a tax right. farm. Well, if there is more land, and I sincerely believe that there is, then that's the perfect reason to lie to everybody. I mean, it's not what just if about hiding. The earth is just a lot. For, for more resources. Bigger. And where, where we can go yeah, I've said that too. Gold. You have it's said that. They're hiding freedom. They know that as soon as we all find out that there's another place to go without dictatorship, what if that's gone. it? What if that's there's the endless that there's just extra land um, and they just don't want us to so know much more land out there because they wouldn't be able to control us. To Bro, we're and, we're probably um, an experiment. They just to be want to keep us here in the middle of the pond. 
um, stuck here thinking that this is all there is. What happens to the price of gold and all natural resources if there's more land? Gold can't go to a dollar an ounce. Gasoline can't go to 20 cents a gallon. We can all have, you know, thousands of acres of land to ourselves. The whole system crumbles. The entire system crumbles, period. On the other hand, we have uh, the North, which is also off limits. I went on my first official trip. I was going with that my father and my shit. grandpa Sinclair. Bro, I don't even want to talk about that guy. Oh. Hey, quick pause, quick pause. Glamorous destination. I figured I was fine. Okay, so, you know, they're talking about those books where they talk about, like, advanced civilizations and everything. So the how they describe them, like you gotta look at it this way. Like uh, I'm gonna bring up an author. He the his books end up being turned into a movie. Um, so Edgar Rice Burroughs was born in 1875 and wrote a book called The Princess of Mars, which was turned into John Carter of Mars. Oh yeah, I like that. Movie. Uh, okay, it was a fantastic movie and it flopped. Somehow it flopped is because it cost too much to make, but it did really well. Um, but they still flopped it. Um, so think about that. This guy was born 1875 and he wrote a book that contains spaceships that used wind to sail. Yeah. And whatnot. So, I mean, man, there's, there's something there. Like, how would you even, like they hadn't even thought about fully being able to fly in 1875. Like that was just a thought. And this guy came up with, Space travel and well, if you look back on our at our episode about Tataria, yeah, it says that's what I'm they saying. had that's some cool. technology back then, and it all got wiped out. Why? Because they wouldn't be able to control us. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And then, like, uh, interesting. I like, see. I was watching, um, watching a little mini series by the name of the Hatfields and McCoys. Mm-hmm. This what this weekend, and there was a line. There was a line in there that Kevin Costner delivered that just kind of stuck with me. Um, he was talking to one of his sons and he said, and he said, you're going to have children soon and they're not going to care about all the slights and wrongs mm-hmm. of this. And then their children won't even know about it. Yeah. It's a great uh, analogy. So, cause I mean, think about it. all it takes is a couple generations. Like, could you walk up and go, hey, kid, what's a cotton gin? And have them know what a cotton gin is? Dude, you show a kid these days a cassette tape, a 13-year-old kid, a cassette tape, and they're like, what the fuck is that? They have no idea. They have no so, idea. So, so, I mean, it doesn't even take very long for people to forget about what was because they only know what is right now. It, it's also been a slow dumbing down of society. Oh, you know 1,000%. I mean? percent. Shoving thousand our brains percent. full of bullshit. That there's no much, there's no no room left for truth and what actually is real, you know. That's I think, why with, I think uh, reality TV was invented to speed it up because they were oh getting impatient. Of course, I I sometimes get sucked in to social media and I'll realize that I've been watching like YouTube Shorts or Facebook Reels for an hour, and I'm going, "What the fuck am I doing with my time here? This is yeah. ridiculous." I get sucked in, and I'm thinking about it. And I'm like. You know, that's why I give theories like this a little bit of weight, because I'm like, well, like they said in the beginning, we're not talking about a spinning disc in space. What we're saying is that we think that the Earth 
is a lot bigger than we've been told. And like I said, a lot of this, you start hearing them talk about we were created and this place was created for us. So they start really getting into some theological. We're, we're an experiment, bro. Yeah. Either that or we're a penal colony, just like Australia was. <laughs> God, can you imagine? Like, um, you know what? What's interesting, though? Australia is also more of the roundish of the continents. What if it's just like somebody like Easter egged us? <laughs> uh. Let's put in a round penal colony, and that's what they are. Well, let's see what else they got to say. I'm yeah. I'm interested. It's it's compelling this enough one, that it holds my interest. This one's doing a lot better job of holding my interest because they're not talking down to you. They're just like, hey, just just look at these facts. Now I understand why some of them get frustrated because they're discounted so quickly. Yeah, and it's a lot. A lot of it's the disinformation that's thrown out there. So I understand their frustration. It would piss me off too if I felt like I knew something was being held. And all they want to do is get that information to the public and get the public to go, well, maybe there's something to it. Let's look into it a little bit. But right. the Antarctic Treaty is totally something that it's like, yeah, we have fought over every other piece of land on this earth, on this known earth. And yet Antarctica, we're like, oh, yeah, let's just we'll yeah, have a see, treaty, like, shake hands, but nobody can go there. Like yeah. I said, man, that that is uh, that's its own sketchy thing. Yeah. I got questions. You know what I mean? I got questions. These guys might have answers. I'm not sold on the flat earth thing. I'm just sold on the, these folks have questions too. I think that's where everybody gets thrown off is when you say flat earth. You know, might be time for a rebranding guys. Yeah, it's time for a rebranding. Like maybe bigger earth. <laughs> they tried the inner earth thing. That didn't really work out. Uh, maybe just bigger earth. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Finally, going to be led into the reason for the existence of this high security Arctic base. That was exactly right. We drove slowly through and past the buildings <laughs> on this. This guy's like, this little son of a bitch is releasing the secrets. <laughs> and that's when I understood just how powerful and wonderful my father was. The North Pole is a biggie. It's always been in my mind. I've juggled with the idea, is, is there hidden land? Could they have possibly hidden a continent in the Arctic Ocean, which is seemingly an ocean? They could hide land there. Many, many old maps will show you the Hyperborean, four continents, and in the center, Axis Monday. And I think that's what's there. I think that is Mount Meru. And I think that gives off an acoustic device. There's definitely something special going on up there. And if you just think think about that long enough, why do compasses point north? I mean, that's really wild in itself. What if we all took our compasses out and just followed them until it stops? A compass will always point north towards the magnetic north. There's some kind of force or some type of energy, frequency, vibration that's pulling that needle to the north. It's crazy to think that all compasses are pointing north to the North Pole. No compass points south. There is no South Pole. There's no compass that's gonna be, go south. 
But no, it's, it's come pass, come to the north. There's something there. I think we could all agree there's something there. And it's crazy that they cover it up. They've covered it up for so long. There's ancient civilizations, the Nordics, there's people have talked about, you know, the Rupert's Nigra, the, the uh, Mount Maru. You can't say that on YouTube. At the center. <laughs> An entire magnetic mass or a mountain that is strong enough to make everybody's compass point north. When I was a kid in school, they showed us a National Geographic video of the guys that were getting to the North Pole, and they just basically made it look so horrible and miserable and dark and cold that no kid ever in his life would go, hey, I want to go to the North Pole. So if you watch any documentary about the North Pole or anybody venturing to the North Pole, all you're going to find is some dude mobbing on the ice sheet, and he's got a little device in his hand. He's like, three, two, one, North Pole. And that's not the North Pole, man. That's bullshit. I just don't know what this is. It's a map. My father showed me a, a map like this once. Inside the circle is your world and my world. Many others, no one knows how many. The Dark Tower stands center of all things. And it stood there from the beginning of time. And it sends out powerful energy. Possibly a North Pole Pole, part of the electromagnetic torus, which gives off green lights, which you see as the Northern Lights. The North Pole is the center of the Earth. It is a hyperbola. Because we live in a toroidal field solar system, there must be a plane of inertia intersecting it in the middle, and there must be a hyperbola hourglass in the middle. In the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, it calls this Mount Meru. And why are we not allowed to go anywhere near there? Well, simply because you cannot go there. It is a magnetic toroidal hyperbola. Therefore, there is no way that you can fly anywhere near the North Pole in the center of the Earth. Admiral Richard Byrd said he found more lands uh, you know, in the north as well as the south. Um, there's a book called The Smoky God of a Father and Son that uh, ended up finding more land in a race of giants with technology beyond your wildest imagination. Cartographers have charted, you know, maps with land in the center, you know, where all compasses point. There's just a lot of evidence pointing to more land. So, yeah, 100%, I, I would put my life on it if there's more land at the north. It's just as heavily guarded as the south. Can't like go go check the north and uh, yeah let me go check I'll take some pictures. No, we never talked about the North back. Pole. Yeah, you're not even gonna get that close. Hmm. You're gonna be turned around the same as the South. All the way up until the 1600s, they had four land masses around the North Pole region, and uh, right after the 1600s is when it slowly started disappearing until finally it was all gone. And you can verify this for yourself <laughs> if you just go back before the 1600s and look at maps. Of all sorts, you'll see these land masses on each one, and then, sure thing, 
these land masses just started being deleted from history. So what are they hiding at the North Pole? If we sit back and observe all of this evidence, this eyewitness testimony, the, the verdict would come back guilty. It would come back guilty. Okay. You are moving a thousand miles an hour. This fucking guy. As Earth rotates, you are moving 18, what's it, 18 miles per second in orbit around the sun, mm -hmm. and you don't feel any of that. Okay. Okay. You don't feel anything. So if it's trying to fling you off the Earth, okay, but the force of gravity is resisting back, by what force is it trying to fling you off? That upward centrifugal force subtracts from the gravitational force that the Earth is trying to put on you. It's subtracting. <laughs> okay. So, Chuck, what do you weigh here? Here and now. Uh, 192 pounds. I'll give you the 190 pounds, okay? Okay. So if you do the math, you run to Ecuador, because we're in the Western Hemisphere, so let's stay there. You run to Ecuador, you will not be 190 pounds. You'll be like 185 pounds. What? That's how significant it is. That's If I, if I did my math correct, and I think I did, there are pounds less that you weigh for living on the equator than for living anywhere else, simply because... The spinning earth is trying to fling you off. Somebody get me a plane ticket. Nice. <laughs> yes. The earth is spinning at a thousand miles an hour in a curved trajectory. We're dropping at a rate of miles per minute, but somehow none of that inertia affects these rocks. Because gravity, bro. Perfectly balanced. The fact is, the earth is stationary, and that is scientific, not pseudoscience. In 1879, George Airy, Astronomer Royale for 49 years, who did a telescope experiment and proved that the Earth was stationary. Then we have Parallax, also known as Robotham, who carried out an experiment in the late 1800s on the Bedford Levels experiment, where he went at a distance of six miles, which should have showed up um, some sort of curvature of around 16 foot. No curvature was seen. At all. Then we have Michelson, Morley, and Sagnac in the early 1900s with their interferometers using light instead of telescopes this time. And with their interferometer experiments, they proved that the ether over the Earth, the field, is moving and the Earth is stationary. We also had Michelson Gale. They did an experiment in the 1930s and proved that the Earth is stationary. One of the greatest science experiments of all time, in my opinion, is from Marconi. Marconi, in 1901, set up transmitters to send radio waves, like signals, wireless signals across the ocean, Atlantic Ocean, okay? So he has one set up in Europe and one set up in Canada, okay? And they're sending signals there. I think the letter S was the first one, boom. And it worked. Almost 2,000 miles across the ocean, they got the signal. There's no curvature. You're talking about 600 miles of curvature between the two points. But it worked because all water's level. I don't even know if he was trying to talk about that at the time. It was just more about his technology that he was coming out with. And have you learned about that in school?
No. Then we have Pierluigi Gina, a colleague of Marconi. And before he died, he showed people in his laboratory how the Earth is stationary. You can go to my channel, Mr. Astrotheology, and you can see uh, videos of Mr. Pierluigi Igina proving in his laboratory with strobe lights how you can prove quite easily that the Earth is stationary. Every scientific experiment throughout time looking for axial rotation or curvature has proven the opposite. They don't teach this in schools. Any observation, when you go outside on a calm morning, you can see a perfectly glass lake. And your senses will tell you that, you know, nothing is moving. We, stationary earthers, we have science, real science, on our side. And the Globies have pseudoscience. In fact, all they have is Einstein saying, I have come to believe that no optical experiment can prove that the Earth is moving. And yet, the Earth is moving. Science! Yeah, Albert Einstein. What? I always recommend people go watch Albert need a, Einstein. Need a, I need to fact check that one. Interviews. Do it. He's reading cue cards. He's reading notes that someone handed him, kind of like people on TV nowadays. There is no optical experiment ever been conducted that can prove that the Earth is moving. The Earth is spinning at 1,040 miles an hour. You can't feel it. You can't measure it. You can't observe it. You can't repeat it. But trust us, there's not one experiment that shows the Earth is spinning or moving whatsoever. There is, however, an experiment that was proven in Behind the Curve. Bob Nodell was uh, talking about the ring laser gyro showing that there is a apparent 15 degrees drift throughout most of the day. When we turned on that gyroscope, we found that we were picking up a drift, a 15 degree per hour drift. And this was taken out of context. It was uh, later, the experiment was done at a higher altitude and it showed a different uh, rotation speed, which absolutely proves it's not the Earth that's moving, that it's the ether that is spinning above us. Netflix is mainstream. Netflix is you know, the alternative mainstream narrative. Netflix can't go against the grain. They'll lose their contract. A documentary, like a mockumentary. I'm sure mm -hmm. someone watched our movie and was like, whoever made this movie is a government shill and right. sure. they're just trying to hide it and that's what's like in on it trying to hide it yeah, he accidentally proves that the earth is round uh, <laughs> it was the biggest mic drop it was the yeah. biggest mic drop and you I know. love it you kind of cut it cut it the thing is we have technology that is outrunning their lies now we have time lapse ooh imagine that we have time lapse where you can point at the sky and year after year day after day hour after hour the sky spinning. Every day there should be different stars, random stars in the sky if we are traveling at 650 million yeah, no miles shit. an hour, right? which is Mark Okay, I'll give that one. Do you really believe that? Let's think about that for a second. Hold on. We move through space. For millennia, people have seen the same stars in the same spots in the sky. But yet we're 
flying through space. That, does that make sense? Uh, no. Okay, so that not. one. Okay, I'm gonna give him that one. That <laughs> one's a, that one's a good one. Right. Um, if anybody can make in the chat, if you can make sense of that, if we are flying through the universe, because see, for a long time I thought we were just sitting in in one spot spinning and now all of a sudden they're like no we're rocketing through space our whole solar system is flying through space yet for millennia we've seen the same stars same constellations Mm -hmm. virtually the same spots in the sky okay that one that one's got me that one's got me right i forgot my camera's not here anymore it's down here (laughs) but that (laughs) one's got me but i mean it's a good it's Okay, that one's a good one. That one's a good one. Interesting, right? It gets you to go, holy shit, why haven't I ever thought of that? Okay. Okay. <laughs> we got him. We got him, boys. <laughs> trillion miles every year. And yet every year, the same stars keep turning over our Earth. Aries, Johnny's Taurus, got a good point. Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio. Johnny Mopar in the house. Wow, I never thought I'd see him in here. Yeah, Johnny's uh, Johnny's got a point. I can't click it up because all my stuff logged out on my computer for some reason. For everything to be flying through space at the exact same rate, that would be. I think that would be impossible. You're talking about billions. Maybe trillions of stars in our sky. We'll say billions just to be safe. Billions of stars in our sky, and there's not one anomaly. Interesting, right? Bro, I'm just saying. This one kind of makes sense, but Johnny's got good points. Look, everybody's got good points in this shit. That's the thing. (laughs) Look, they already said it in this video. We're just free range chickens, guys. We can't overthink this. Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, year after year after year, and yet none of those constellations distort, change shape, get brighter. There has never been that is correct, Chris. In history, we have never seen any star get brighter or dimmer or any shape of those constellations which are still recognizable today as they were thousands of years let's think about this for a second you're telling me in the vastness of space we're not going to see one of those famous stars that we all know get wiped out explode (laughs) you know what i mean like the the way they try to describe that one is they try to say that a lot of these stars are already dead it's just the light is still beaming to us yeah because of the light years thing Okay. <laughs> okay. Years ago, they never suffer any parallax or distortion. Polaris has never moved in all of recorded history. Point your camera up at Polaris and do a time lapse and watch God's perfect timepiece spin above you. And we move five trillion 
694 million miles through space every year. Congratulations to you if you believe that. Hmm. It's called education, indoctrination, and dumbing down. Hmm. First of all, how dare you? If you look back in history, you got Universal, their company. They started off with a logo with a globe in it, but it wasn't until like the 1920s that they actually had the, the motion one where it was a spinning globe. And they actually had an airplane in the early ones, like leaving a, a, a Kim trail that said <laughs> Universal, which is kind of funny. Nobody has been high enough to even see what it looked like. They were definitely trying to instill the image of a globe in people's heads because obviously early on in the movie industry, they were one of the most popular companies to make movies. So people were going to the theater and seeing this globe. So they're showing you a globe before every single movie to program your mind. They were showing this globe before they even went up there to see what it was. I think the first man ever to go up and check is Picard going up there. And that's a story we're not taught in school. From the practical point of view, Professor Picard's experiment is of the highest possible importance. These timelines, these dates, these, these, these are facts. We got August Picard coming out in the 1930s in an actual publication by a science journal saying that the Earth looks like a flat disk with an upturned edge. Besides Universal programming you, you had Walt Disney programming you with space documentaries for almost 15 years straight. Some pretty crazy propaganda in the 1950s. There was one called Man in Space. He's talking about taking men to the moon in a <laughs> rocket. And then if we cruise on, we got Richard Eber. He goes on Long Jean's chronoscope and he's sitting down and he's telling people strangely enough there's left in the world today an area as big as the united states that's never been seen by human beings shortly after richard ebert did that interview they put the antarctic treaty in place hmm. and then one year later nasa is established whoa imagine that almost zero right. at cape canaveral and enlarged 16 millimeter pictures show a monkey specially trained and conditioned for voyaging in space Two monkeys had been selected for the job. They called them Abel and Baker, A and B, of course. In oh, but they put such heroic music to that when they're sending those poor things up to die. <laughs> After blazing the trail for human space travel. They come in and they're the gatekeepers for your minds. Like, they're making sure that people think that they live on a spinning ball and that's their sole purpose that it has always been their sole purpose whoa green screen whoa you don't say magic of engineering i would wear a mask on my face in a nanosecond but unfortunately we lost the technology it can take days even weeks to produce just a single image the dazzling final results 
enough to keep us all dreaming. NASA is hiding the freaking flatness of the Earth. Why? It's okay to say, I have a fisheye lens, right? Because, yeah, fisheye lenses are useful. I like you know, you get more, you know, <laughs> uh, in architecture or, you know, realtors use them. This is my favorite animal, the platypus. And you're not really coming up and saying, why? Questions build up. A fisheye lens was invented. So these space agencies had a heads up already. And the fisheye lens was originally, I think, $27,000 to purchase. And this is in 1923. I mean, today that's about, what, 100 grand, 200 grand equivalent in cost. And people would tell me, Hitler, I, I'll give you that. NASA is a lying government entity, right? But what about Red Bull? Red Bull is just an energy drink. And I saw Felix Baumgartner jump out of the space capsule. Fly Earthers did a great job of debunking that. Of course it's a fisheye lens, it's not even a question. What most people don't know is that Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know, the science priest of modern day, that everybody loves and they listen to him. Oh, he's so smart. Oh. He is a smart man in the sense of he knows that we debunked the shit out of that. And the dude who jumped out of a perfectly good balloon, Felix Bumgardner, edge of space jump. Now, you know, I don't, it's, he wants to, I don't have a problem if he does it, but the, the honesty of it would greatly diminish what I think people thought he was actually doing. And not only that, they made sure to photograph him standing there with a really wide angle lens, which curves horizontal lines. So in the photo, you see this curvature of Earth's surface. And he's like, wow, he's in space. Look at that. No, he's not. At that height, you don't see, you don't see the curvature of the Earth. You just don't. That stuff is flat. so much pressure on Neil deGrasse Tyson to come clean. He had to. We exposed Felix Baumgartner. That's a complete fisheye lens. There's no curvature at all on this earth, let alone they're trying to sell it as 20, 20, 23 miles up. There's curvature. Even though people will sit there and swear they saw curvature out of an airplane 10 miles high. Yeah, okay. So your priest, Neil deGrasse Tyson, admits 23 miles up, no curve. How do you feel about that? All right, maybe you say that's no big deal. Okay. Even though Felix Baumgartner himself said he could see the curvature of the earth. It's almost overwhelming. Are you standing there in a pressure suit, the only thing that you hear is yourself breathing? 
you can see the curvative of the earth you can see the sky is totally black you can see the curvative of the earth you can see the curvative of the earth you can see the curvative of the that's 120,000 feet four times higher than most passenger planes fly so that should make you go hmm right away what's going on here who's lying right but you don't think there's an agenda here you don't think people are lying here fast forwarding to recently richard branson his ugly ass mr billionaire himself officially the first billionaire to travel to space so richard branson so you go 63 miles up you would all probably assume that of course you can see this giant curve of earth you're 63 miles up holy shit richard branson supposedly goes up 63 miles even though there's nothing but fisheye lens footage we expose that here comes Neil deGrasse Tyson again, damage control time. Oh, by the way, you didn't ask, but I want to tell you. Do you know how high up above the earth he was? No. So if you take a 63 miles. Oh, yeah, tell you right. So take a schoolroom globe, and that's how high above it is he? So he's about two millimeters above the surface of a schoolroom globe. Mm, so nobody has seen the curvature of the earth from that height. Just, I just want to make that clear. You can't see the curve out of an airplane. Right? 10 miles. You agree? I hope you agree so far. Okay. So, 10 miles. So, from 63 miles up, Neil deGrasse Tyson says that it's impossible to see the curvature of the Earth. Yet, the Baumgartner guy and Branson have footage that shows the curvature of the Earth through a fisheye lens. Interesting. Right. So, no curve. Red Bull, 23 miles up, no curve. Branson, 63 miles up, no curve. So where is this curve at that you swear by? Because if you live on a ball, I don't care how big the ball is, it could be four times the size of what they told us. You would still see a physical curve at some point. That's what the horizon's supposed to be. That's what... That's how the sun is going. I mean, it's a curve of the earth. All these theories involved with the curve of the earth get thrown out the window. That's, that's, um, you know, that, 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 that's what happens with a new company. This is the fiction section. Fiction means it's a made up story. Oh, hey, Elmo, I bet we can find your Galactic Gale <laughs> comic book here. <laughs> we all know who our oh, enemies are. They are called the globalists with their false idol that they give children on the teacher's table at kindergarten, the false globe of the global agenda. People are just deceived. I mean, I grew up from kindergarten. Oh, we're a globe. My kids, you know, they graduated from kindergarten and it was a freaking globe. They gave them a globe at graduation to take home like an inflatable baseball. And I was looking at that thing going, oh my God. We are taught that the earth uh. is a ball before we can talk. In school, there's a globe in the class. One of the first worksheets we get is a sheet on the orbits of the planets and the sun. And I actually still remember that sheet. I, I did it. I got it right. I was so proud of myself. Sesame <laughs> that's astronauts on Disney. It's all globe programming. So your entire world belief is around this. If you think about it, they've gotten us at a, a very, very young age with the line. Before we, we have any critical thought the capability of thinking for ourselves they've they teach us lies from the very beginning from tooth fairy santa 
dinosaurs. You know, with Santa, for instance, I mean, we're taught this lie. You, you better be good. We need you to stay in line and be good. Don't be naughty. Be nice. You want to be on that nice list. Santa will come and bring you these material gifts. And then Bro, tell me you weren't hugged enough as a kid without telling me you weren't hugged enough as a kid. For what, five, six, seven years, however long the lie went on for, you've been conditioned a certain way to act a certain way. So you'll fall in line. You'll do exactly what mm. mommy and daddy tell you, what the teachers tell you. I have been flying a lot the past and couple of years. That lie, never seen it, a curve. Subconsciously, you, you're you're taught at that point. I haven't had a chance okay to, to ask a pilot. I should ask a pilot. It's okay to lie. It's okay to accept oh, lies. It's okay for mine. people I'll to see lie him to you. Saturday. It's okay for you to lie. Nice. Ask so him. The whole world is There's been videos of pilots that say, oh, it looks flat to me. Because they were taught but if what Neil deGrasse Tyson says is true, then you wouldn't see the curvature. How high do you got to go up to see the curvature? You can't tell the difference between a lie and reality. And when you do find out it's possibly a lie, oh, it's okay. You're subtle. I thought the the mathematical um, uh, measurement was for every mile, it's supposed to be eight inches of drop. That's what I thought. I think You're... so, but no. but my thing, my thing of it is, uh, is wait, motherfucker, you hit you hit play <laughs> one more time as I put my thought together. <laughs> Swear to God, um. No, my thing of it is, is that uh, even if the globe's the size, even if the Earth is the size that we're taught it is, this is an if. Nobody come for me. It's an if. That's still a lot. That's still a big chunk of rock in space. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. What? So, I mean, I get what Neil deGrasse Tyson saying. Like, I understand that part of it. Like, look, they're not, they're nowhere near high enough. Mm-hmm. Because 63 miles, that's nothing in terms of what even what we're taught the size of the Earth is. You know what I mean? Yeah. 63 miles, that's nothing. That's like, literally, that's not even a medium road trip. That's like a, just a hop, skip, and a jump, really. You know what I mean? So, so I'd say you'd have to get some distance to really start to see a difference and stuff. Yeah. Now, again, I'm not I'm not taking sides in this matter. I'm just saying like both sides are actually talking a lot of sense. So so you gotta assume the answer is somewhere in the middle. <laughs> um uh, I think my standpoint so far from watching all of these videos and all this stuff is that the earth is bigger than we're told. That's all I can deduct. Uh, hey Tim, why don't you chill out in the comments, there, guy? Why? What's going on? Uh, some Timothy guys like trying to start arguments. Like I'm all for discussion, but don't be confrontational, bro. Oh. Timothy, are you flat earther? Please <laughs> give me some more evidence. <clears throat> Nice. <laughs> All right. So, Timothy, let me ask you something. Do you believe there's excess land that we don't know about? Timothy's in the chat right now, and he's dropping some stuff. Earth is flat. Okay. Okay, that's why we do this, to have conversations. I love it. I love it. Yes. 
Timothy, please, while we play this video, please just keep dropping some little nuggets in the chat. Um, that I think it's fun. Um, never do I want to see any confrontation in our chat. It's all fun. But uh, hey, if you got evidence, drop it in there. If you can convince this chat that the earth is not round, I'll be impressed. Now, so, I'm already convinced that the earth is bigger than we're told. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's just, it's not so much a flat thing. I'm thinking it's more so much that there's so much more of it than what we're being told. Sure. Now, Timothy, are you, like I said earlier in the show, it seems like a lot of this flat earth stuff leads to more like theological discussion because it's like a lot of people are saying, no, we don't know. We don't know what's out there. We just know it's not a ball in space. And they lean towards we're created. And the reason why they're hiding all this information is because they don't want us to realize how special we are because we are created by God. And this is what he created for us, the earth. Review playlists. I'll have to look into that. Let's continue playing this. You're just, you're passive. You allow the lie because you're just, you're used to, it's okay to lie. You've been conditioned your entire life. It's okay to lie. It's okay to be lied to. So when the lie comes out, people are just like, hey, okay, whatever. <laughs> Got to turn on my Fox News. Got to go to the bar. Got to go watch my, my, my football. Give them bread and circuses and they will never. Timothy, would you be willing to come on the show? About flat earth, when I talk to them about I it, will have Timothy they, on the they show. They think it's the dumbest thing ever. They think I'm uneducated. They, they don't realize that they don't know what they're talking about. And people say, well, what about ships over the horizon? You explain that. What about sunset? You explain that. What about season? You explain that. And then they throw their hands up. They go, well, why does it matter? Why do, what difference does it make? I still have to go to work tomorrow. That's right where they want you. They want you working in your slave job. They want you obeying orders, doing what you're told, and living paycheck to paycheck, and just not realizing where you are. The truth is, we're not spinning out of control, lost in space, where an asteroid could take us out. They want us believing we're running out of fuel. They want us to believe we're running out of food. When anyone can go and get a, a seed, stick it into the ground, water will fall from the sky and food will grow out of the ground. There is no shortage of water, food, space. Every American family could have a half an acre in Texas and the rest of the country would be empty. They're lying about everything. You let your kids get raised and taught by other people that you don't know what they're learning everybody's disconnected there is no harmony 509 are you in eastern washington timothy beings. we're all scattered disconnected and that's a washington area code doing with teaching us this whole oh, lie about the earth being a ball and you're flying through outer space and dinosaurs used to roam the earth and if they're these powerful beings can get wiped out by a comet then what are we going to do if a comet comes we're done so the heliocentric model not only oh snap that's where my wife's family's from amongst um, the stars in space but it also keeps us in fear that we're either going to knock into something in the future or there's going to be something that then bangs into us that causes some sort of horrendous collision and we're all going to die <laughs> hello my friends timothy yes yes that's me right here wow day, every day sure this, glad to be talking to you brothers this is this is fun you know 
I, I want to call your bluff. I wanted to call the phone number. And uh, so far, so far, so good. I like this. So, Timothy, tell me how long you've been. I, I really don't. Is flat earther a derogatory term? Yeah, kind okay. of for some. Okay. What do you I prefer mean, then? What would be non-offensive? For me? Oh, it don't matter for me. Uh, okay. Others, they worry about stuff like that. Okay. So how long have you been a flat earther then? Well, uh, all my life. But technically, oh, I would say hmm, probably about the last 15 years hardcore solid. Okay. Other than that, I never believed in their... Uh, what you see up in the sky isn't actually there. It's some other space, time, whatever, whatever. Okay. I don't listen to idiots like that, especially <laughs> when, you know, they're in charge of the telescope and all that, you know? Sure, sure. <clears throat> and so, the education system. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That thing you're looking at? Yeah, we can measure right to it. Look at that. Look <laughs> at all those fancy numbers. Oh, great. But it's not there is what you're telling me. I'm looking at it at what? Back in the past, it's some other place in time in reality, though. And these measurements are what then? Oh, all make believe. It's all BS. That's right. <laughs> yeah, a whole bunch of globers want to come on and tell us what. Okay, let me ask you. Let me ask you something. This might be a hard. This might be a hard question. This might be a hard question. How are they going to divide <laughs> nothing? You have to have a bit of something, don't you? Okay. That means you gotta at least have a bit of one. <laughs> All right, let me. I'm gonna give you an opportunity right now. Too much intelligence, but right, I mean, yeah, hey, keep monkeys, going. Right? No, this is good. This is good stuff, Timothy. If you were talking to somebody who was a glober, and they said, "Okay, give me one good, hundred uh, percent, bulletproof." proof that the earth is flat oh, and not round what would it be programmed every single last one of them talk to the co-founder of google he'll tell you personally it's sergey Bryan. as a matter of fact i shared all this to red's redrick and everybody every single last one of them sobs know me personally online and really? all this information because i out optic them i trained them in all of it this is amazing. This is amazing, Timothy. I want you to know. Hey, they're all lying cowards. Every single last one of them. Oh. Even Quantum Eraser and Paula, which is now Bible U. They're all traitors. Okay. Let me ask you this. If if the Earth is not a globe, then what is it? We're in a contained system. A contained system that's flat. How big is this contained system, do you think? You have to go to the outer edges, don't you? Okay, sure. I mean, if you can't make it to the sides, well, then, I mean, hey. Okay. Uh, we haven't been anywhere. All right. Is there a firmament we above the earth? I mean, there's all kinds of stories. Sure. Is there a firmament above the earth? Absolutely. Do you believe in a creator? Do you believe in uh, God? Hold on. Ask, ask everybody who had access to my personal facebook and everything else with all the pictures why don't you ask jim panda and them over on humans of earth the damn liars backstabbing traitors to everybody they had everything so did all the other flat earthers well a whole bunch of them anyways and they all pushed out 
because they're lying cowards. They don't want to continue forward. They want to continue where they're at. This is amazing. <laughs> okay. Um, Matt. Sorry. Yeah. They're, they're pissing me off. They are all <laughs> pissing me off. Timothy, have you been drinking at all tonight? Be honest with me. No, I don't no? drink. Do you I don't smoke do drugs either? You don't As smoke a weed. In fact, I just smoked my last bowl of weed. Oh, I don't know. Earlier this morning, okay. after reporting that my mom died earlier this morning. Oh, I'm sorry to hear about your mom. <laughs> oh, she's all good. She went to the next level. Hey, I love it. I love it, man. Um, you know, I I would love to continue talking to you. I just had to verify you were a real person and not a troll. <laughs> This is good Absolutely. stuff. I have your number now. I may call you again. There, they all know me too. So I mean, all the all these guys, they they literally do know me online. Wow. I have been around messing with the government and the military and all of them all my life. Okay. And I'm fifty two about now. All right. According to their stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I've been told I'm a lot older than that. It depends on whose calendar you're going by, right? absolutely timothy it's been great talking to you we got to get back to the show thanks for watching thanks for answering you guys take it easy and god bless i'll take it easy and chat and just be quiet (laughs) awesome buddy we'll talk to you later all right right. bye-bye that was fun moving on or maybe you know some cartoon satellite has found another planet where there could be like flesh-eating monsters on there and it's you know some sort of crazy shit Hey, props to Timothy for picking up the phone, though, right? Absolutely. Hell yeah. (laughs) I'm not responsible for any prank calls you get from any of these other guys in the chat, though, Timothy. Not only in 1920 did Rockefeller change all the textbooks and come up with his own agenda of what they want you to know, but there was a man named George Lemaitre. I felt like Einstein passed the torch to him or something. They were good friends, apparently. And George Lemaitre was a Catholic priest. Yeah, a Catholic priest. In 1920, he said, hey, we came from a big bang. It's all about 1920 was a crazy year, huh? 1920, they said, we came from a big bang. We exploded from nothing. Well, how do you prove that? Well, no, you can't, but that's what was stated. So... Here's this Catholic priest where, in my opinion, they knew that even though non-religious people knew the earth was flat and stationary, they were trying to group, just call flat earthers at that time. They're flat earthers. They're all religious people. So let's bring forward a Catholic priest. Look, he's not a scientist. He's not government. He's a priest. He's Catholic. He's holy. This is brand new. This isn't thousands of years old. This isn't the Big Bang's been around for thousands of years. Heliocentrism's been around for thousands of years. No, they create fictional characters, Galileo, Copernicus. They, they create characters to support the, the, the New World Order, their agenda. The way they change the entire school system and structure of what we know Ooh. and all the information and knowledge that we obtain, if it's, if it's false then yeah, they got their goal, a nation of workers, not thinkers. No one thinks. What's the circumference of the globe? I have no idea. (laughs) How fast is it spinning at the equator? Don't know. How uh, fast is it orbiting the sun? 
Cody. How you have glasses on. You should know fast, this. <laughs> how fast is the sun? Is the sun moving? Man, I, I, you're asking some questions. I'm not ready to answer. FlatEarthDave.com. <laughs> this is the point. You guys laugh I'm at have to flat check Earth, but one, you don't know what flat Earth is, and worse is you don't even know what your own solar system is. They don't know their own model. You can ask them, how, what's the radius of the Earth? How was it found? What's the speed of the Earth around the sun? How fast is the Earth spinning at the equator? I just well, want a cheat code for more money. Chasing the sun. How, how many miles <laughs> yeah, what's the a cheat year? Code? How far is the sun? Johnny has a cheat code for cheap chargers. Things, but yet they I need the cheat code for more money and a bigger um, ego. All the things that I was patronizing and condescending and going, oh, sloughing off, that's not worthy of me. They rose up. You are like four foot tall. How much do you need, really? Is this McConaughey? Yeah, that's McConaughey. I see wider. I see clearer. I settled on near infrared. Like some of these cameras can be converted to near infrared, you know? So then I started taking photos. And since I was doing a lot of flying, I started going up. And boom. I was actually amazed to see the incredible flatness that you get from high altitude. Everywhere I looked... There was like clues that yours is flat. And I was like, this is blowing my mind. Everywhere I looked, yours is flat. And as I was lying about the curvature, so I said, something is eerily wrong over here, man. When I saw across I like the that guy. Uh, Gulf, I like him a right lot. The coast of Texas there in Louisiana, He's gold. He's gold. Let me I just saw, say that. The way hot in the distance. And you could even see the rays of light at a different angle. That, that tripped me up. But if you really dude, shout out high, to Timothy, dude. Realize, <laughs> what a fun guy! Is extremely flat. I want to have a beer with that this guy. This would be impossible on a globe. There the is band. no eight inches per mile. There we go. Square. Eight inches per mile. For curvature of Here we go. Inches per mile squared has been debunked over and over really? again. The flat earthers with their P900s and their P1000 cameras are Venus. constantly seeing things way off, way off. Wow, look at that. Curvature of it. Interesting. In fact, uh, many tests have been done with lasers, cameras, filming mountain ranges three, four, five, six, seven hundred miles into the horizon, which are visible and shouldn't be visible if we were living on a globe. This is how much distance he covered with his camera. And he could. Aaron. The point of these episodes is not to convince anybody that the earth is flat. In reality, why I like bringing up subjects like this is because it gets you thinking. Don't trust everything that authorities tell you. You know. What oh, I mean? by the way, while we're touching on what we've talked about the last couple of weeks, why did we say last week? What did we say last week? I don't remember. We would, have a, we would have a random celebrity die. And we just didn't know who it was. Who died on Monday? Who died on Monday? <gasps> Pee Wee fucking Herman. Holy shit, Matt. Holy shit. After a quiet battle with cancer, so nobody knew he was sick outside of a small circle. And then he just drained him. We died. My God. I completely forgot about that conversation. Bro, I was sitting at work and someone goes, Pee Wee Herman died. I was like, Someone's a fan. Holy shit. Oh my God. Oh yeah. I, I'm going to have to go back to that episode and see what. <laughs> we didn't list Pee Wee Herman. Wow. 
<laughs> weren't we talking about just random, like really crazy, like yeah, that's that's crazy. like it's got to be somebody that would be just enough to get attention but yeah. not hurt anything. Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman fucking died, dude. He's right. Holy shit. My God. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, they took a they took a real one, but I mean, did they? <laughs> did that guy. I mean, you're Pee Wee Herman, and you go jack off in one of those porno theaters, and you get and then, caught. And then everyone forgets about it and still loves you for being Pee Wee Herman. They still love you. Oh man. Oh. All right, Timothy. I'll, I'll check that out at some point. I'm actually gonna. I'll Six do. I'll do you a favor. I'm gonna go subscribe to you your go. channel. This right here is interesting stuff. There's yeah. no yeah. eight inches per mile square. There's no way you can see 500 miles on the other side of this ball. There's no buildings that are curving backwards. If point A to point B. You're on a ball, you know, they're not going to be flat up and down like on, on our flat earth. They're going to be like this. There's no tilting. They've measured distances from the base of buildings to the top, level and flat. People look out at the ocean and you see ships and stuff, and it appears like these ships and boats, they go down. And that is a huge factor as to why people think the earth is round. If you look at the ocean or a lake, oh, fuck, Bill Nye. Look at that. Look how straight, flat that horizon is. Bill fucking it looks flat, doesn't it? See, it looks like a table or a board. Now, once in a while, you might see mountains or hills, but those are just like little bumps on what looks like a flat earth. As ships sail away, they don't disappear all at once. No, first, the bottom will disappear. See, the bottom of the ship is gone. Now we can see midway up, and then the whole thing disappears. So people realized that the world is curved. I mean, it's a big curve, but it's curved. That's what we call pseudoscience. You could buy a camera now that zooms times 100, and you could zoom in on these ships and boats leaving your view, and your human eyeballs view, pull out a camera and zoom in on it, and suddenly you're back, it's on top of a level surface, still cruising. So the limit of your vision is where the sky meets the ground due to perspective. As they come together, that's the limit of your vision. That's called our horizon. The horizon is optical. If you had a super zoom camera, you can zoom in and make this angular size bigger to reveal small objects that you couldn't see. And then when you zoom out, it goes back together and things disappear into the horizon, not mm. over. We see skylines uh, beyond what we're supposed to see. I mean, the visibility from 100, 200, 500 miles away, it debunks the whole eight inches per mile squared. Photogrammetry, I think, is one of the, the best way to convince yourself. You do multiple images of the ground, and then you put it in the <laughs> software, and you realize how flat it is. You're seeing it yourself. It's your data. Nobody's lying to you. Uh, You've taken the data at yourself. It's not Jay Tolan that's trying to, you know, troll you. Like some people, they're like, he's trolling people, man. Yeah, it's yourself. You're doing your own experiment. Many times when you're looking out over water, 
there's waves. Well, those waves will block um, entire city skylines. If this was a wave right near, right near me, if my face was a city skyline, <laughs> it blocks just the bottom. But if that wave was closer to you, it blocks much more of it. It's all perspective. And I thought I wasn't going to get anything that would beat this until I found this photo, Grandmere State Park. This is from Joshua Nowicki. And what you're seeing here is a mirage. Typically, we would not be able to see this. This huh? image would be viewable from much, much higher in the sky, up in space. The story has been one of the most viewed stories on our website ever. They say my explanation is a cover-up. A cover-up to their belief that this picture is proof the Earth is flat. The one goal I had was to prove that what people are seeing from the other side of Lake Michigan is not a mirage, that they are actually seeing the city. It's amazing, dude. It's certainly did. It's not a mirage, let me tell you that. No. Our focal point was the Sears Tower, which is also known as the Willis Tower, right? Yes, the Willis Tower. The Willis Tower, and we can see it the entire time. We can see it the entire time. That's not a mirage. That's not a mirage. I was shocked to find out that there are a number of people that believe the earth is still flat and that to them, this is actually proof that the earth is flat. One person just questioned me and asking me for a retraction of the articles and lies. Uh, a lot of people try and kind of be nice about it. Well, well are you sure you did it right? And then they send me a link that the earth is flat. Uh, and some are just pretty straightforward about it. And the title replies calling me a deceiver and that uh, I should check my degree or quit telling lies on television. It, it got me questioning a lot of things. Was or were my cal calculations okay, right? Cal okay. No. You can obviously see Chicago from that far away. That's crazy. It really is the Chicago skyline. We can see things farther and farther away than that and prove it. You can prove it yourself. You can go there on a clear day and see the same thing. You can go do the same tests and prove it to yourself. That's the best way to do it, right? Prove it to yourself. You're not taking anyone's word for it. It's, it's You're doing your own experiment. It's not a mirage. It's not an illusion. It's Did Matt Chicago. fall asleep? No, I'm here. I'm awake. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Just... With shit all the time. You can open your weather app right now. It'll tell you the visibility. But that's how far they're telling you. You can see through the weather patterns. There's so many different factors of why we can't see that far. We're not superheroes. I mean, take any flat and level road around your house safely. Test it out. Make sure it's level. Maybe take your camcorder and you bring it all the way down to the ground. And you zoom in and, and you see all this distortion and it kind of vaporizes. And, and Globeheads want to add like that this bridge is bending around a curve and, and there's the curve. It's like, no, it's, it's, it's an optical illusion. That's all it is. This has been replicated many, many times. There is no curvature. Stop fooling yourselves. And even something like the sun, when it goes across this huge plane, it sets and it disappears due to perspective. So you're seeing it come and go, 
on such a vast plain. It's so huge that the sun could come through and go so far away that it just goes out of your view and behind so many false horizons, i.e. mountains, trees, forests, city buildings, just you know, really tall things. Keep in mind, the sun is much smaller and close. This is an intelligently designed and created place. As a someone who stars are rotating around, knowing that we can only see a certain amount of light, I think like 1%, there's only, there's only so much light our eyes can actually see. Unless you're on like DMT, I'm sure you can see way more lights. But naturally, we can't see that many lights in the sky. All ancient civilizations spoke about other bodies, other lights in the sky that may or may not be visible to us at any given time. It's crazy though, when you see solar eclipses, you don't see the moon at all. I remember as a kid, I, I like, where's the moon now? And it's like, you just see this black circle and then it, everything goes back to normal. It seems like it's like, what the heck just happened? On the total eclipse of the sun, the shadow that the moon casts on the earth is only 70 miles wide. That is impossible. But then they come up with umbra and penumbra, and it's just stuff to confuse your mind. We have an infinitely far sun sending diagonal rays from the side and straight rays from the middle where they cross each other. It makes absolutely no sense. I went live a few years ago on YouTube during the 2018 eclipse in the United States um, on a live event. And we were all waiting for the moon to actually show up uh, to cause this elliptical, uh, this eclipse. And all we found was no moon showed up. So that blew my mind to think that there was actually no moon visible, yet this, uh, this effect of the sun literally being covered by an object I had witnessed. Why can't we see the moon approach the sun, eclipse the sun, or exit the sun? And we don't. We just see a black circle eclipsing the sun. We never see it next to the sun. Now, people say, well, it's because the sun is so bright. When the moon is totally eclipsing the sun, you should be able to see the features on the moon. You should be able to with a regular camera, with your regular eyes, with an infrared camera, but it has never been seen. There's only been anti-flat earthers that will fake an image and fade it into a picture of the eclipse. There's no video of it. Think about what a, an amazing uh, video would be if they could film it from the International Space Station or from the moon itself. Never happens because I don't believe it's the moon that we see is what's eclipsing the sun. There's lots of ancient mythology about other dark bodies. There could be um, anomalous bodies up there. They're not actually visible to us. A celestial body that we perhaps can't see because, you know, there's no, on the, the spectrum of light, there's no, we can only see 1% of all the light rays, gamma rays, x-rays. You know, we can't see these certain frequencies and energies and lights. What happens is the sun is eclipsed by the so-called moon, but it's not the moon. The it's truth hurts, the boys. There's been, you know, times documented in the past where there's, you know, this eclipse, and the moon's supposed to be eclipsing, and there's no moon anywhere in the sky. Nowhere. That's true. Anywhere. I never saw the moon. And, that makes absolutely <laughs> and we're told not to look at it. Another celestial body. <laughs> the oldest ancient symbols, oh, and it's the black sun. Oh. A celestial body that we 
Perhaps can't see. Interesting. <laughs> a lot of ancient civilizations always spoke about a black sun. It's like, why are they talking about a black sun for hundreds, if not thousands of years? That was like first tire. Now is turned into, <laughs> oh, the black sun is an evil thing. It's like, well, yeah, of course, that's what they're selling it. They're selling it to you as an evil thing. Stay away from it. They already don't want you to like the real sun in the sky. They push it so far away. They, they want you to not care about it. There's a reason that's close to you. There's a reason that it's here for us. There might be more suns and moons on the outskirts of Antarctica, on the outer lands. There might be more suns and moons. There might be more suns and moons in our world here, but we just can't see it. And you talk about the seasons itself. Seasons prove the Earth is a stationary plane with a local sun. When the sun is circling over the Earth over here in the Tropic of Cancer, these people here, they have summer. But six months later, the sun is over here. It's going around over here. So Australia down here and South Africa and South America, now they have summer because the sun is local. It's not 93 million miles away. The sun and the moon revolving, springing into the centre seasonally and then springing back out again. This makes perfect sense than a spinning ball hanging on an invisible sky hook at a degree of 6.66 of a supposed axis, which tilts hmm. the Earth. People need to stop defending a theory that they were taught in kindergarten. So at sunrise, every sunrise should be arctically cold because that is the most severe tilt possible. And to make it worse, in the northern hemisphere, in the heliononsensical model, the sun is three and a half million miles farther away in our summer. But when the sun shows up on the horizon, I can feel the heat on my face immediately. I can get a suntan in June. But in December, at solar noon, when the sun is at its highest point in the sky, I can look up at the sun and barely feel the heat on my face. And also, it's three and a half million miles closer. The whole tilt thing doesn't make any sense. Interesting. And when the sun is on this side, it only illuminates this part of the Earth because it's local. And this part is dark. That will be night. So it's quite easy to understand day and night and the seasons and explain them on the flat earth than it is with the globe model. The sun and the stars are rotating around our heads like a perfect clock. And it goes out of your view as taking the light with it. This is an intelligently designed and created place. The sun does move about 15 degrees per hour. Uh, through the sky, but when it gets intelligently horizon, designed it stops, and created and it place moves at a different speed. I filmed this uh, several times with my drone. You got a license no for that thing, buddy? And what? not over water. I said you got a license for that thing, buddy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it'll just stop and sit there. And then it kind of just fades away as it goes into the distance. But at the same time, because of perspective, I have friends that were down at the beach that saw the sun set 10 minutes earlier from the bottom up. And that's simply because they're looking across a span of water that has uh, a hill with trees, uh, a tree line on it, which is hundreds of feet over their heads. But from their point of view, it's at eye level. 
And as the sun moves away, it just gets eclipsed by the tree line, which they think is eye level, but it's high up in the sky. Water, it's always flat, always level. So starting at the northernmost point, as far as I can get, of Lake Michigan, and then traveling south, you can see that red line here, that the body of Lake Michigan is 574 feet above sea level, and it's level. There's no change in elevation, there's no curve. This cross-section shows what an undisturbed body of water looks like, and that's level. We know that to be true. There's three properties of liquids. They have mass, they take up space, and they always take the shape of their container. The physics of water is to find and maintain level. So if it's in a cup, to this lake behind me, to the seas, to the oceans, that's why I call it sea level, because it's flat and level. No matter who tries to sell you the idea that water's curving over a ball, it's just not happening. That's the number one proof right there, just water alone. Water alone proves that the earth is flat. Because water always finds and maintains level, period. Water does not curve in its temporary state. It's finding its level. Once it, it hits the ground and finds its level, it remains level. I never even thought of the idea of water maintaining its level. And that alone just was like mind blowing. Like absolutely water has to maintain its level. Like it's always, if it's calm and there's nothing going on, you know, it's, you look at a lake, it's just chill and flat. It has to be, it can't curve. There's nothing you can say or do to ever show water bending or curving. Water needs to be contained. No matter what you do, it's going to remain level. The flat earth proves beyond a shadow of a doubt the existence of intelligent design, a creator. And we are all important in the center of the universe. Yes, it is absolutely imperative that we know that there is a creator, that the sun, moon, and stars revolve around us, that we have a purpose. We are at the center of the universe. I didn't become a millionaire until I realized I was at the center of the universe. I had to work in a GTR. Once you understand that you are at the center of creation, everything changes. And basically, we're unplugging from the matrix. We're unplugging from the heliocentric system. And when you do that, the, the rulers of this world, uh, you unplug from them. You stop feeding them what they need. They want your fear energy. They want your labor. They want everything from you. And people unknowingly just keep giving it to them. I don't want my children to be lied to. And I don't want my grandchildren to be lied to either. So if this is going to start, it starts with you and I. You know, they inherit all this stuff. You go to school and they teach you. When I was in grad school, man, I was shocked that most people, most of my classmates were not really interested in learning. They, just, they were interested in passing the class. On the one side, tens and tens of scientists proven mm -hmm. that the Earth is stationary and we have nothing on the globe's side, so the Earth is stationary. No one thinks how easy it is to do this, and they pulled it off, unfortunately. But we're here now to completely reverse this, and people hate on us from the left and from the right. Everyone hates on us. Shut up with your flat air stuff. It's not important. It's the most important thing. It opens the door for everything else. You want to know the truth? You have to know where you live.
this whole agenda is to keep people disconnected from our creator <clears throat> you know they want to stick they want to here we go cut all our ties spiritually and that's one reason why they calcify our pineal gland they don't care about our health you know this by look at look at your water supply even the water that you'll drink yourself when you go and buy bottles of it it's got chlorine in it it's got fluoride in it these are all um, chemical waste products that they then rebrand and put in our drinks and tell you oh well it, it cleans it We'll also take away all of the medicine that's kept people alive and well for centuries. And they'll tell you, oh, no, that's not good for you. That's not safe for you. Here's our products. Here's our petroleum-based medicine that they've been pushing on us for the past 100 years. And, of course, look at people's health. Look at the world's health. Are we a healthy nation? Is any nation a healthy nation? No. And who's in charge of healthcare? The governments, the corporations. So it seems that everything that they touch turns to shit. So why do we allow them to touch everything? Stop defending Rockefeller, Rothschilds, all these goons, these people that want the New World Order, the modern day people, Bill Gates, Schwab, all these people that they're pushing for it and they feel like it's almost there. And we're sitting here fighting it. We're sitting here trying to wake the world up so we can have a peaceful and loving world again. And you're attacking us. Whose side are you on? We're so they're hippies. Take these evil I want to be a hippie. <laughs> that suppress our knowledge. We're trying to give knowledge back to the world. What's up, Lance? So we can become powerful. Lance. If there's more lands, if a billion people found out tomorrow that they can all go to outer land space and visit other tribes and civilizations and explore technology and uh, animals, the whole system would crumble. And I know Dibs on the island with dragons. There, celebrities, people with big shows, big names, the big followings that know the truth of this world. And you're keeping quiet just to protect your little empire. Well, now it's time to say something because the empire is falling. If we don't do something now, all of this is going away and the, they're, they're taking over this world. So speak out. You can tell he's fighting the urge to pick that thing over. One person with a big following and then it goes viral and then the entire system collapses. All of this world control is based on the heliocentric lie. All right, folks. Amazing video by Hitler Productions. Ton of fun. And, uh, gosh. I don't know. What a fun show. What a fun episode. Okay, so they did bring up some interesting fact points, oh, but I mean I mean again, I'm not I'm not going for the whole flat. I'm going for it's bigger. But I've been okay. I've been saying that since before we even got on the subject. You have been. Why would they hide it though? Why? Because there's an island with dragons, I guarantee it. We've never been to space. I want to go to the island with dragons. They've never taken a picture of Earth from space. I'm not saying I'm warlord material right now, but get me a dragon and <laughs> airship and navigation tech is one of my specialties, says Timothy. Um, it was a really fun episode, guys. My daughter is uh, way past her bedtime. I need to get her to bed. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember, anything's possible, a thousand percent, maybe. And don't stick your dick in a portal, right? But Matt, get Matt, a pet just, dragon. Just admit it, the earth is flat, man. Just admit it. Bro, it's not flat. Bro, don't even put that on me. It's like flat, you, you know, my, somebody's gonna watch this and they're gonna be like, man, you really believe the earth's flat? Shut up. 
Don't don't you put that on me. <laughs> Matt, I just want to hear you say it. Just say the earth is flat. Nope. Just say it. Chris, I swear to God, I'll punch you right in the wiener when I pick 